the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. One of the things that I want to do my best on is when drones are in the news, I want to talk about drones. When millennials are in the news, I want to talk about millennials. I want to tie whatever's current to investing, whatever's current to getting you to retirement, whatever's current to getting you involved with investing. I love that part of my job. Um, I love sharing with you good ideas. I love sharing with you some sad ideas. January is typically a month in which it might be good to hide from your spouse because it is called divorce month. Every month has a play on Wall Street. Every angle can be thought of and reimagined. For instance, at the end of the year, the Novembers and the Decembers, we start thinking about, huh, happy thoughts, right? And end of the year and professionals go away and they're not necessarily investing with their brain. They're investing with, oh boy, I really want this stock and they're happy. It's worthy of note. It's not something to get too caught up in. It's not something to get too crazy about, but different times of the year is going to result in different outcomes. Uh, big snowstorm blizzard. You hear that Northeast New York City is going to get taken down. There's a good chance there's not going to be a lot of volume going on as the Wall Street investment types stay at home and dig out, per se. Comes with the territory. How about the summer months? Not a lot of action. You're not going to see a lot of bowlers win a bowling tournament when they throw their ball down the alley. And he's lining up for his third... Strike in a row, he pulls back, he lets rip. Right? Couples with kids. Hits the ball. Ball hits the pin and pin action explodes! Like, you've seen a kid ball, right? You've probably seen me ball. <laughs> this way of putting it where it hits the pin and then it just, it slowly starts to dribble apart. Like, that wasn't very impressive. So you need some pin action, you need some volume, you need it kind of moving around, in my opinion. Because all the regular eyes are pretty action or anything. On the slower days, yeah, you, you can move up pretty easily. On the pin action days when people are buying and selling, buy, 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 sell, 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 it doesn't work as, uh, it's a little, a little bit more efficient. Thank you. Pin action day. Took us a while to get that one right, but we did. So different months are going to yield different types of investor um, environments. That's probably the best way of saying it. And then you get the months on Wall Street. I mean, it is important to have a calendar. There's something called an earnings season calendar on Wall Street, right? What's that? Come on, think about it. It's not that hard. You can do it. You can do it. It's earnings season. It happens every four months, every three months, every 90 days. Um, it's a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. Something very unusual has happened uh, when we forget that Wall Street's all about earnings in the end. It's bottom line. In between, you can have a president say, I think we should have a chicken in every pot on Sunday. And, you know, the price of chickens goes up or down. If we're going to cut, if every American gets one, hmm, you have to start thinking that way, right? 
So there you go. Mr. Chicken. Mr. Chicken, I have a question for you. So earning season is kind of important. And that too comes every 90 days. So you get kind of the summer months where things are a little slower. Then sometimes you get the um, end of the year budget flush, end of the year ho, 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 Santa Claus rally. You get the start of the year like, hey, I've got a resolution to put more money in my 401k. So a lot can go on. I like watching what's something called fact set. Fact set does the earnings growth estimates. And what I really care about seasons, like all the leaves are brown and the skies are gray. What I care about with my earning season, that's the seasons that I care about. I don't care about the seasons of our life. I don't care about the, and the seasons of our life. I'm not flowery. I wish I was flowery, but I'm not flowery. So, um, earnings season. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Earnings happen January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. And then, okay, so December just ended, right? So end of January, kind of report in February. And then you go January, February, March, end of March, start reporting in April. And, you know, you kind of, that's a good thing, right? You kind of start getting used to these months in your head. And as you go through a couple earnings seasons, you're going to start learning, like, um, what companies report first. For me, every three months, four times a year, what I'm going to be most important, most focused on is the, typically it's like um, the banks. So it's right around the, the beginning of the first week. And then the second week, you start getting into a little bit more of um, the tech companies, the big boys. And the third week of earnings season, about, lasts about a month because you know, the company spaced them apart. Third week, I'm going to be, start thinking about you know um, the tech companies, uh, the tiny tech companies, the guys who are pushing the limit. So first week, the bank stocks, because, you know, my theory has always been that if I get really, really drunk, really, really high and walk into a bank, I don't think they're going to give me $600,000 to buy a house. I think if I line up my paperwork, it's a wonderful life that the bank is going to give me a mortgage and not take it away from me. You know, banks used to be able to call mortgages, and that's one of the reasons the, the Great Recession happened and you know it was as damning as it was, because... People were like, they believe the system, they borrowed money. And then, you know, the economy starts getting tighter. Money supply starts getting tighter. Federal Reserve started messing it up. And what happened was uh, the bank said, you know, uh, Farmer Brown, uh, we want our, you know, $45,000 that we gave you to have a farm in upstate New York. And Farmer Farmer Brown's like, well, I can't get enough milk out of Bushy at $45,000. The banker said, well, Mr. Brown, Farmer Brown, I'm sorry to tell you, but you've got 35 days left, and then we're going to come take your farm or your daughter. What? Did you say my daughter? I was only kidding about the daughter. I know, it's like a little masterpiece theater, right? Without the masterpiece of it. Thank you very much. I want to thank all the little elves that stole underwear from me. And the Oscar goes to... So earnings and season is super important. And it's the one that I mostly care about. And everything else in between is kind of news. And it can be like, the Russians have stolen the election. Or Mark Zuckerberg has flown a gold car to the moon. I don't care. It's earnings season for me. 
So, and then you get the first Friday of every month where you get the employment report and how, how's that looking? That's important to me too. So you're going to learn that the calendar is kind of important in like the summer months. That's probably a good time to take a vacation. Not a lot of volume going on. The volume is what makes it real. You know, right now in my heart, I could say, I love love. I love the love of my life. I love peanut butter. But I love it. Until I get a chisel and, and, and put it into a tree, or until you get a ring to put a finger on, or a finger to put a ring on, which comes first, chicken and egg? It's not real. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show. Got a seminar coming up. Woohoo! You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Use code radio25 to get in for free. It's Rob Black Show. Use code radio25 for free. Thank you very much. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I love capitalism. I love investing. And I'm not naive. I haven't taken any wooden nickels. Not that I know of. I think I've seen one wooden nickel. Might have been in a museum. I'm not quite sure. So one of the things I want to talk about this segment is what investing is to me and how simple it is. I was once talking to a fireman. I guess, Rob, you know, all the firemen, they get into the firehouse and they're like, rubble, 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 rubble. I think we should invest in gold. Rubble, 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 rubble. I think we should invest in uh, turkey futures. Bitcoin. No, 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 not Bitcoin. Uh, I think we should buy more real estate. You know, we're in the business where buildings sometimes burn down. You need a new building, you know what I'm saying? So the firefighters get around and they, they kind of have this masculine pass the, the bucket of BS around where they're telling each other how what they should do and, and why they should do it. One area that I like sometimes people just want to beat up on and they shouldn't, in my opinion. Companies like Apple, just investing in America or not America. We're not going into Johnny Cougar, America, Johnny Cougars, but ain't that America. We're not going to do it. We're not allowed to play Bruce Springsteen. So I'm, I'm boycotting Johnny Cougar until we can play Bruce Springsteen. I know you're saying, do you have a weird boss? Who's like got daddy issues. that doesn't want you to play Bruce Springsteen. Oh, now you had to go and do it. like Apple. You see it. It's in your town. It's in your, your neighborhood. It's in your kids' hands. I'm not going Peter Lynch on you, but you don't have to work at a firehouse and think to yourself like, uh, we're men, 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 men. We have the answer. Sometimes you can make it really simple and invest in capitalism. Now, yes, here's the kicker. You know how Miley Cyrus once came in like a wrecking ball and like how you learn that a wrecking ball is like a pendulum. It swings one way, then it swings back. I kind of feel, I kind of feel like when Trump started making America great again in the old second term, where he went from instead of the George W. Bush Jr. approach of I've got executives who are going to run the country for me, and I'm just going to be the CEO. When Trump did that his first season, and he couldn't take the lack of control of other people speaking for the administration, um, he kind of turned his second year into a little bit more of a. Um, Oh, the pendulum swinging back towards Reagan. First year, it was swinging back towards Bush. And then it was like, oh, let's go towards the Reagan years, where Reagan was the actor president, remember? He was in Bedtime for Bonzo. He was 
tied towards the state of California. If which again, if you live east of the Rockies, you will. If you even just move, live for a day east of the Rockies, which Californians tend to not to do without a shot. They're like I can't go to New York City without a shot. Can't go to St. Louis without a shot. Can't go to Atlanta. I'm afraid of Atlanta. New York City. So where do I go with this? I think it's super important that you look at things a little bit simpler at times and remember again and again and again that investing in this capitalism. And yes, sometimes the pendulum does swing a little bit too far. Obama healthcare. Boy, did the pendulum in America swing towards socialism versus capitalism. Everyone gets social. Everyone gets healthcare. It's like, I have a dream. Everyone gets a job. That's social justice. That's social justice, right? That's social awareness. That's that's, and then the, the president. I'm going to put a chicken in every on every plate on Sunday. That's socialism. Like the farmers are like, yeah, woo! We can sell our chickens to the government because we know they'll buy a fifty thousand dollar chicken. It has a hammerhead. And you're like, wait, wait, wait! You're mixing stories. No, no, I don't think I am. Pentagon bought a chicken with a hammerhead for fifty thousand dollars. I mean, they had hammer toes. Anyway, it's 130% true. For the record, I'm a good-looking man. And here's how I describe myself. I've got, well, a good-looking head of hair, a nice smile. I'm very important. Skip down from my head to my, my uh, calves. And i uh, got some calves that, that God once chiseled. Uh, you know, he's like, let's, let's do this Peter guy. No, 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 no. Let's, let's use Rob's legs for the model. I'm like, kind yeah. of a big deal. So my calves were included in that. But I have some nasty hammer toe. I, a nasty hammer toe. Like, I played soccer for years and years and years. I think my dad punished me by making me wear the same cleats like five years in a row or something. My toe is up nasty. Like, so it can get sexy time. And some people call me ba- Baby Barry White. And when they call me Baby Barry White, I'm like, oh, hey, we're, we're, like, let's get it on. Like, you're right. I am Baby Barry White. And I do have the voice of God. And I know when you said, Rob, when you were describing yourself, you went from your head to your calves. Like, what, what about the middle part? Like, what about... Mm, we're not talking about that. But my hammer toe, I'll admit to one defect. It's nasty. <laughs> it's nasty. Fab, you're switched on. You're a bit of all right. Yes. I have a friend that's got a like a chest bone that um is just all wrong. So it kind of concaves where his ribs are. And it, it looks like a bowl. <laughs> the dude can eat a bowl of cereal while he's on his back without a bowl. So sometimes you have to skip over the stuff, and sometimes you don't have to skip over it. No way, fool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and again, just just simplify some things, and, and remember, you know, um, investing, we make it a little bit tougher than, than we want to, and again, yes, I understand people get concerned when the pendulum swings a different way, um, but if you know that, healthcare companies did really, really well when the pendulum swung towards free healthcare. Really, really well. And then you get a president comes in and says, I don't want free health care. And the pendulum starts swinging a different way. You get a president that comes in and is like, I'm all business. I'm going to work with Congress. And Congress is like, no, you're not. <laughs> We're not going to work with you. And you get like some gridlock, right? So presidentially speaking, as a nation, we do swing different ways as a pendulum goes. Um, and I think, like I said, the people make it a little bit too tough sometimes. I do like companies like... Um, Apple and Microsoft and, you know, I can make a case for Costco if I wanted to. I'd at least look at it, right? Because when you go to a Costco, what is it? What is it? Is it a, it is like three football fields filled with people 
who it, the holiday season, it, it's like murder bowl. You know, you go in there with carts and people are pushing each other and trying to get ahead of each other. And you you hear your friend go, you know, I get all my movie tickets at Costco. I'm like, yeah, I use movie pass. Big deal. Huh. But invest in what you know sometimes and keep it simple and diversify it. Like these are companies that make billions of dollars. AT&T, Costco, Microsoft, Apple, um, Intel. And, and yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying that's all you should own because there's some small cap companies where you're like, I wish I bought that Costco when they only had three stores. Or I wish I bought that Apple when they only sold one computer out of a garage. So you do want to invest in some small companies or else 2000. You do want to own a little real estate. You do want to own a little cash. You don't want to get to a point where it's a problem that you're like, uh, got the blinders on the firefighter blinders and, and no disrespect to firefighters. Please. If you ever have to come into my house, save me first. Cause I'm very, very important. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at Rob Black show. I got an event coming up. Use code radio 25 to get in for free radio 25 to get in for free. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Okay, I have a confession to make. I used to love fire drills when I was in elementary school, high school, whatever. It was a time where like, I could shine as a student. It was a time where like there was no pressure on me. Where other kids looked at me as a leader. They, they looked at me in awe as I went to the door first, lined up calmly and patiently. They fell in. They were my students. They were my, my, my marching ants, my soldiers, my plebeians. They were with me. So the fire alarm would go off. Exactly. And I'd be like, everyone, follow me. I would get up and, and run towards the door. I'd do a drop, doc, drop roll and, and, well, then everyone would look at me like, ah, I'm a loser. I blow it. Because uh, I only did drop roll. I didn't know what else to do. So I loved fire drills because I got to practice in case of an emergency. I was safety, um, safety pup. Safety pup says the speed limit is there for your safety and protection. So anytime I was driving with someone and they're going, you know, two, three, four miles over the, thing, over the speed limit, I'd be like, yeah, no, safety pup says. So we're in the, one of the longest bull markets in the history of your life in the history of wall street in the history of the united states nine up years that ain't bad right if i were to tell you right now that at the beginning of the year you could put money in the market and it goes up that year for nine years in a row you'd be like card sharks right double down go go double down go bump i'm going for it do you remember that? Like you're like you're. You always wanted the people to double down. You always wanted the people to go for it. When you're in the casino and the, the guy's got a, uh, the, the dealer's got like a five showing. You're like, I got this because you have a ten showing or an ace showing. You're like, double down. Let's split those aces. No, not more aces. Let's split those and double down. That's nine years on Wall Street. You say hit me and you get another card and it's all good. So now that school's over, ladies and gentlemen, and the fire drill has gone off, and we've all gone home, and we've all calmed down, when you're in one of the largest bull markets of the year, what do you do? You have a fire drill. When you're in school that hasn't ever burned down, what do you do? You have a fire drill. Why? Because one day there's going to be a fire. 
The Dow Jones Industrial Average goes up 280% in a nine-year period. You know what you should do? Have a fire drill. Sometimes what you should do is rebalance. So instead of all your stocks going to the, the you know, from you bought them like at a three, and they're going like, I'm going to the fourth floor, and I'm moving on up. And they're going up to the fifth floor and the sixth floor. They're going higher and higher and higher. So at some point in time, you need to say, hey, dude, on the 10th floor, don't jump. Come back down. So you sell some of it off. And you look at the guys who are on the first and second floor and go, you need a little more capital. You need a little bit more money. You need a little bit more fuel so you can get up to the fourth, fifth floor and catch up with those little tech stocks. So sometimes you rebalance before the fire as a way of saying, if there is a fire, it's not going to burn me to a crispy. Now, can we continue at a pace where we always go higher? No, because then I don't look very good. And it's in the rule book that Rob Black has to look great. You look marvelous. So if we went up every single year, Tony Mendez from BayAreaLoanSource.com, he would be a, a, this stock investment guru. He would, you'd go by the Rob Black Buddha on the mountain. And I'd go, oh, young man, let me give you advice. He goes, nah, I'm going over to Tony. He bowls. And I'm like, he bowls. So do I need to bowl to give investment advice, like to, to be more hip and stay more current? So if stocks always go up, there's going to be people like my old boss. I had this boss who was a piece of work. Can't tell you what he said, but it's too identifiable. Um, let's just say when he said it, I walked into my office and I wrote up two-week notice. <laughs> that was it. That's terrible. That, that's terrible. Me and Charles Barkley, we went on a road trip together. All right, all right, all right. And Charles said, Robert, hey, Robert. <laughs> I can't do it on Charles Barkley. Friend. That's hey, terrible. That's terrible. Um he goes, the market's like, if markets go up nine years in a row, what if they go down for nine years in a row? Should we be doing the opposite? Should we be going for riskier stocks when they go down? Yeah, 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 for sure. How many times does Facebook or Apple or NVIDIA or AMD, the riskier, high-flying, sexy stocks on Wall Street, how often do they give you a chance to get in? Not often, and when they do, it's going to be painful. When Tesla falls from 390, I love it, I love it, I it at 390. And then it falls down to 350, like, um, did I just buy it the high? And it goes to 325. Do I hear 325, 325, do I 300, 300, 300. And then the next thing you know, it's at 250. And you don't love it anymore. Like, I'm selling this. And that's when you buy. So you get more aggressive on the way down. You get more defensive on the way up. You diversify. You don't get out. You still play the game. The beautiful thing about the horse races, and we do have the Kentucky Derby every May, right? You know, I'm a big thing about calendars. And this year, they've got a horse named Gronkowski. I think I just figured out the secret of being a horse owner. Come up with a name that people want to put money on for some stupid sentimental reason. Even if your horse has three legs, if he's got, like, bug bites all over him. If he's got a nappy mane. i got to be careful, because Amos, Amos got suspended ones for using the word nappy. But I'm talking about horses here. And, um... I'm the I'm man. I'm the greatest of all time. <laughs> greatest of all time in radio, without a doubt, Howard Stern. Whether you like him or not, he changed radio. If radio was black and white, he made it black and white with a G-string. And that changed radio. With that said, good chance after you see my boss today. <laughs> so, that is not appropriate behavior. So Charles Barkley and I are in a hotel, a motel, somewhere in Alabama. Bird flies by, and I'm like, Charles, that's a that's a big bird. He goes, I didn't know bird. That's the state. That, that's a state bird. That's not just a bird. That's the state bird. I'm like, that 
bird is the state bird. Yeah, man. <laughs> Where's that voice coming from? It's, it's a flying cockroach. It's a flying cockroach is the state bird of Alabama, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Mississippi, Oklahoma. That's all I got. So you got to temper your emotions. So that's another thing. So when you you have a fire drill and things are going good, what's it going to look like when the market's down? Do you remember that day in 2018? I do. Where the market was down 500. I'm like, ah, that's no big deal. We've gone from... 6,000 on the Dow to 25,000. Of course, they were going to be down bigger numbers, but percentage-wise, it's not that big. They're like down 600. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. That's okay. Sometimes you extend it a little bit and set down 700. And this is all like in final hour of closing bell. Down 800, down 900. And it was every five to 10 seconds, it felt like down another 100 points. Then you're down 1,600. And don't you wish you had a fire drill? Part of my fire drill is running back into the, into the building. So when you have that big whoosh down, 500, 600, 700, 800, Donald Trump has announced that he is going to end presidential terms. When that news comes out and the market panics that we just got a dictator, a president for life, a Putin, per I know se, what's good and bad. That's going to be a problem. And the market's going to whoosh down. Whoosh. And when that happens, that's your buying opportunity. So that's the, the, the someone screaming fire and there's no fire. So you run back into the building. That's crazy to think that the president would be able to do that. But you're like, it's not that crazy. <laughs> but maybe it is. But maybe it's not. So you try to take advantage of the wishes. So you need to temper your emotions and think fire alarm. Investment planning, uh, that's it. You have a plan, right? And the years where you're up 30%, you protect some of that and you diversify and you buy some things that might be a little slower growing or a little bit more risky, depending on what your portfolio needs. One of the things that people ask me sometimes is, you know, what, what do you think of my, my 401k? And I'm like, how much do you have in it? You know, they'll show me their choices. I'm like, how much do you have in it? And they'll be like $5 million. How old are you? 40? I'm like, just go to cash <laughs> or go, go safer. Or someone will tell me, you know, about their 401k and they'll show me their choices. Which one should I choose? And uh, I'm like, how old are you? How much cash do you have? How much investments do you have? How many assets do you have? And when you hear someone's 40 and they've got $30,000, you're like, ooh, I would go a little more aggressive. Don't look at it as much. Go a little more aggressive. Get some good things that you feel comfortable buying into on a regular basis. You know, I buy into my 401k every two weeks. Do you know how worried I am about where the market is today? Not at all. Because I look at that bear market and bull market. When Charles Barkley told me, what if the stock market goes down nine straight years? It never has. It just went up nine straight years. It goes up seven out of 10 years. That's pretty good odds. You go to Vegas tonight, what's your odds of rolling a seven? I don't know. I don't know. Don't, don't tell me. Don't ruin a good story. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. But the best odds right now are investing and staying involved, but having a plan, an emergency plan, a fire drill, so to speak. Um, especially as you get older, it's much more important because you move a little bit slower. You don't have as much time to recover. So a down 1,600 points market for someone who's 70 is really different than a down 1600 points for someone who's 40. I'm not going to say go get some medical marijuana to relax, but relax people, whatever you have to do. All right. All right. All right. Matthew McConaughey, Charles Barkley, Matthew McConaughey, Charles Barkley, Rob Black, we're in a hotel room talking about the stock market. That's terrible. He was up seven out of 10 years. You have to have a fire alarm, especially with, based on your, your demeanor. I don't get all that stressed. Then again, I've got an addictive personality. 
I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Got an event coming up. Use code radio25 to get in for L free. That is Spanish for free. Radio25 at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Heard a new term yesterday. That was kind of a fun one called plogging. I know what you're saying. What is plogging? Am I going to get into trouble? Am I going to get kicked off the air? Am I going to be told to behave myself? I like the way you say that. Plogging is a term, comes from Sweden, which Skype and Spotify, Ikea, H&M, Peter Forsberg, all famous Swedes. Maybe Ursula Anders? Ooh la la. I don't even know that's true. I just made that up. She could have been from Canada for all I want. But here's a sexy new revolutionary thing coming from Sweden. When you go out jogging, there's a thing now to pick up trash. And it's called plogging. I think that's pretty cool. The more trash you pick up, the more you're considered like a winner. So part of the, the run now is to bring a plastic bag. Or, maybe not a plastic bag. Trying to be environmentally conscious. Bring a bag made out of hemp. <laughs> so you can pick up trash and smoke it later, right? Swedish chef, how could I have forgotten him? I always had a bad feeling about Beaker. I think something bad was happening between the Swedish chef and Beaker. I know you're saying, you're starting to get confused. The Beaker guy was with the lab guy, the scientist, not the Swedish chef. I think the Swedish chef was a bit of a bully. George Beaker. I love Beaker. But he didn't he didn't really say much more than that. And I always wanted a little bit more. Kermit was a good lead, but I would have liked to see Beaker. So there's a new thing called plogging where you go out running with your marijuana bag, your hemp bag, and you pick up trash on the beach, or you go on a hike and you pick up trash. How great is the world all of a sudden? I just saw someone who not only started a charity to save the elephants, but a charity to, to help the elephants wipe their hineys when they poop. Like, the world is getting into a better and better and better place. We're now plogging. Can you do that with your kids this weekend? Maybe around my house? You know, just come on over and like, maybe you can even plog my house. Do a couple dishes, do a couple jump jacks, clean the bathrooms, take the trash out. So plogging is a thing. So I think one of the things I'm trying to learn there is like, I'm not an old dog. I'm a rabid dog. I'm kind of like a, more of a Cujo than a, than a, who was the poor dog that got shot in the field? Who? Old Yeller. Old Yeller. Yeah. You know, Old Yeller, how he actually died. He didn't got shot. At, he wasn't shot in a field. They shot him because he got rabies protecting the family. How, how depressing of that was a movie. Thank you, Disney, for ruining my childhood. And then there's that time where I'm watching, you know, all the deers play out in the field. And blam! There goes Bambi's mother. Thanks, Disney. There's that time when Nemo's hanging out with his mom and a big fish comes and eats her. Thanks, Disney. Disney's got a thing for orphans. Think about it. It's true. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you ever want to talk about, we can talk about. 
money investing and more. So I think the thing is, is learn some new tricks on occasion. Um, some of the things that I thought and held true on when I was in my twenties turned out not to be true. Um, sometimes you can say that, that, that idea is stupid. And sometimes you just learn to say, meh, that's not for me. So plugging is something that, you know, why did I bring up plugging? I think, you know, I brought up plugging the great Pacific garbage patch. There's a massive area over the Pacific ocean right now. That's 1.6 square, 1.6 million square kilometers. It's the floating garbage dump in the Pacific ocean. It's bigger than two Texases. So that got me thinking, I know you're saying that got you thinking, did your mama teach you English? No. As I got older, I just took some more liberties with grammar. So the giant garbage vortex in the Pacific Ocean is over twice the size of Texas. So here's my thought. Let's send old people to it. Let's turn it into like a water world of old people who don't pay taxes, who don't have job incomes, and yet they, they take off the system. They're like, hey, I'm rope 13. You're darn tootin'. Hey, I'm going to go to the hospital. I've got a pinky infection. And it turns out $100,000 for an overnight stay. Oh. <sighs> I think we got to use some of that, that plastic garbage heap to our, our advantage. Now, can we go out swimming and plog? Sure. Go out in the ocean, come up with something and like grab it and take. So you always want to be rethinking things um, and coming up with new ideas and be willing to adapt and change. There was probably a moment in my life where, like I said, I, I was a little bit too adamant. I was a little bit too definitive. You know, like the time I got into a fight with my dad that my dad's like, um, the Rolling Stones are better than the Be- the Rolling Stone and the Beatles are better than Alphaville. I'm like, no, nah. you can't handle the truth. And I was like, Tiffany's good. Tiffany's real good. I think we're alone, dad. So anyway, big old plastic trash heap. You got to learn how to reinvent yourself at times. Um, there's a kid out there who came up with an idea of, um, you know, I guess some water powered uh, trash cleanups, but plogging taught me something new too. So one of the things I do is I read it a ton. I read the wall street journal not cover to cover anymore. When I was younger, I did. But I scan every article. And then sometimes I reread the articles. I send the articles to myself. Because I want to see, like, was that right or wrong? My favorite thing to do is every year at the beginning of the year, there's predictions. Like 10 funny predictions on Wall Street. 10 awesome predictions. 10 best movers in a down market. 10 best movers in a Trump presidency. I always keep that stuff and I look back and study to see if they're right or wrong. Plogging. Go for a jog today with a, bag, a hemp bag. Pick up trash. The more you pick up, the more personal records you can beat. Who came up with that? Ah, the Speeds. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.